here. This is my favorite person, one of my favorite people. I don't want to insult anyone out there in the world, Stacey Lancaster, who is my mentor for Nurtured Heart Approach and um, totally changed my life. And I am so excited to be having this conversation with her right now. Um, and I want to be talking about um, the ability to be so, um, so in trust of someone else's like perfection, like perfectly imperfectness mm. and okayness and greatness and worthiness, worthiness, that's a good word, worthiness and like beauty that it really doesn't matter what they say or what they do or how they react or what they're triggered by or what they're sharing with me. I literally am now able to, and was not able to before we worked together at all, <laughs> just listen and hear. And just with that curiosity of, I, it's a, it's a, it's a baseline belief that you make sense. You're coming from somewhere. I know you're beautiful and I know that you're, there's a reason for what you're saying. And like, like, it's not a judgment even for positivity. It's just a openness that's so natural in my heart right now that I just am able to really, really just, I'm excited to, to connect with someone else, listen to them talk, feel what they, hear what they have to say. And it's amazing because like my logical brain can tell me like, oh, like they're missing this piece of information. They see it really twisted. Their perspective is like the judgment, like I can almost, those, those voices still work. Like they're still, I can still analyze why this person is wrong or what they need to know different or how I see it differently. But it's just a voice. Like it's not even anywhere in my frontal like experience. What I'm experiencing is like, wow, that's their experience. Like what they're saying is their experience. I'm like, wow, like what is that experience? I'm with them in like, what does that experience feel like for them? And like, what must it be like to be experiencing that world that way? Even like somebody who is like really, 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 really delusional or like very much in denial or very resentful at the whole world and in victim mentality, right? And I'm listening to them talk and where I used to be judgmental and be like, you know, the whole world's not out to get you. Like, seriously, Rika, you probably have some really big scars from your childhood you should look into or whatever. What I like experience now in my interaction with them is this like, oh my goodness, like that's such a, that's so hard to live with those. Like it makes sense. They, it for sure makes sense. They feel that way. Right or wrong, true or not true, like is completely irrelevant. Like this is their experience and ouch. And the ability to connect with empathy and, and receive them fully and accept them fully and like be with them in that fully is so like, it's, it's, I'm so grateful and humbled that I'm able to do that because people are so beautiful and I get to reinforce my belief that they're beautiful every single time I'm in that space with them. Because when you really like get their experience, it's like people become superheroes. Like, you know, that the video that we show for anyone who hasn't taken a nurtured heart approach uh, training, this is in the, I think the six hour or longer trainings, go take one. Okay. Um, the video of Ben with Celeste where he talks about who he is. And before he talks about who he is, he's just this teen who's like not picking up his head in class and not talking and not raising his hand and 
just super numb and like maybe depressed and just like not contributing you know not that depression is blah but like he's just like that kid in the class who's just not like showing up you know and then he starts talking and you listen to him and Celeste gives that space and opens that door and he starts talking and this kid you know his parents don't like him he has no friends his grades aren't good he's got nothing going for him and you're like do you know what a freaking amazing person you are that you're still alive right now like, do you know how amazing it is that you are happy to be alive? Like, where do you even come from? Where do you get that kind of strength? And like, it's just, it's not a baby step. It's not like, wow, he's, it's nice that he's happy that he's alive. It's like mind blowing. His greatness is mind blowing. How is he so amazing? And when I'm able to really hear people's experiences and that judgment voice just doesn't come up front anymore. And I'm able to fully be like, hear them and believe, I guess it's believing people, like believe that that's their experience, like believe that that's what they're feeling. I feel like uh, I have a brother-in-law who um, was a victim of abuse, sexual abuse for a very long time. And just that whole world, not that I wasn't involved in it before, but that just made me so much closer involved in it and everything. But the world of the, the problem with believing with victims, when they feel an ounce of disbelief, because that's what they went through for so long is nobody dreamed that this was going through them they might have even been told that it wasn't true or it can't be because the people that were their abusers were these safe wonderful people so often um the idea of like whatever you're saying as crazy as it sounds as delusional as it sounds as in denial it is that is your experience what is there not to believe that is your experience is the experience of feeling like a victim and feeling all of the stuff like gosh that is so hard oh my gosh, like, thank you for sharing. And wow, you're vulnerable to share that. And thanks for being alive and here and, and fighting to, sh to to live another day. And I mean, all of a sudden, anything is greatness, right? I mean, the fact that they're dressed, the fact that they're in the call with me, the fact that they're spending money to talk to someone. I mean, everything is just like, wow, it's just such a gift. And bringing it back to where I started from, the ability to fully be with someone else's experience and believe them and trust them shifted for me in my work with you in my work in in I think it's the work of fully fully believing myself because in those meetings with you in those inner wealth mentorship stuff that we did there was zero judgment of anything coming up and so much intensity came up for me and so many big things that maybe I hadn't felt before or hadn't been willing to feel before came up and I, I was building the trust slowly over the months we, we met together, but eventually my body trusted me enough to bring me all the truths and, and they weren't judged and they were fully, 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 fully received and fully, fully, fully like experienced and no, like just with love and acceptance that I just have this deep, deep inner, like that firsthand experience knowing that whatever you're going through, like, it doesn't scare me. And it's true for you, you're, you're feeling it. It's your experience. And like, okay, so then let's be in it together. Like what else is there to do? I don't know. Go ahead and reflect on what I'm saying. I mean, I just, I'm sharing gratitude. I'm sharing experience and I'm just, I don't know that I'm sharing something communicatable, but <laughs> besides the energy of it, um, but it's just, it's so wow. And it's so like, to me, like, 
It's so it. It's so it. And it's so what I want for everyone in the world. All right, done. Whew, that's a lot. Um, I say to clients all the time, I got three things going through my mind. I got to pick one. Um, so here's the weird part is that I had to do an errand as I'm driving. All I can think about as I'm thinking about talking about you is really the change, the change that is nurtured heart because to talk about seeing kids in a different light sounds good in your ears, looks good on paper. It's a whole different experience to do it. And once you really experience it, and there's a difference between doing it and a difference between experiencing it. It's not the same, in my opinion. And once you experience it, you can't go back. You've sort of ruined yourself in a way. Um, so it's really fascinating and coincidental or serendipitous that you're saying this because all I really have going through my head is either the question of what was it about that that allowed that to happen and what was that like for you that process over those many months what was that like for you hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh I I hope we get to the story of my son that I that I that happened with you those months where I was mm. that first experience. Cause that's what you're saying. That first experience of being in energy with him that blew me away. And you're like, you said, I was ruined <laughs> from that moment. <laughs> I couldn't ignore energy anymore. I couldn't just do it from my head. That doesn't mean I was good at it. It just meant that I couldn't give these silly recognitions. Like, Oh, what that was completely off, off with what was really going on and feel good about it. I could do it, but not feel good about it. But what was that experience like for me? And, and, and what was it? Um, it was, oh my gosh, I'm going to cry. It was so freeing. It was so freeing because like for the first time ever, all of me was invited to the table. Mm. All of me was wanted. All of me was invited. All of me was, was okay. All of me was, it was, was enough. It was like, and not only all of me was enough, Stacey, I was experiencing the power of all of me. I was experiencing how important and beautiful and what a gift all of me is. I experienced that with you. Like just the, this, it was, I remember the first time in therapy describing to my therapist how I couldn't feel. I don't know how to feel. And how I so badly wanted to feel because it felt like not feeling was killing me because there was this pressure cooker in here that was so, so, so full, so bursting. And there was the steel lid. It was like right here. And there was the steel lid right here that was so, so on it. And I didn't have the key. And I was like, therapist, give me the key. Like, I need to get in there. It's hurting me. I'm in pain because it, there's so much stuffed in here. And I just... I don't know how to access it. And like the only thing that would happen was every once in a while, and I can probably count on my fingers how many times, like once in high school, once in Israel when I was studying there, like I can, you know, that like not once when I was dating actually, <laughs> oh my gosh, that did not go very well. Um, this, the, the lid, like just, it was so much pressure that the lid just burst. But like what happened thereafter wasn't like a healing experience. It was just this like, enormous wave of I don't know what like in Israel my roommate came in and she was like are you okay and I was like 
I don't even know. <laughs> like, I didn't know what was going on. I just knew I was crying my brains out for hours. Anyway, but other than that, there was just no feeling. And I was like, I want to, I, I feel like it's hurting me, whatever. Anyway, point is mm-hmm. that for so long, the way that I operated and the way that I lived was in confidence, self-confidence. Like I talked about this in my um, speech for the global summit. Like I had a lot of self-confidence. I didn't have self-worth. So there was a lot of, there was a lot of me that I knew people liked. And so I was very confident to show up with that and share that. I was the kid who had the main part in the play. I was the kid who had the solo. I was the kid who was planning the programs. I was the kid who was coming up with the rhymes. I was very creative. I was making up songs. I was doing all this stuff, all this creative stuff. I loved overnight camp. I was there every year. I was the best counselor when I was a counselor. You know, like I was, I was confident, man. I mean, I was loud. I was out there as an extrovert, but I didn't believe that I believe that I didn't really have a right. I believe that what I had was redundant and not necessary. And that every breath that I took and everything that I did was taking up space that wasn't really mine. And so I really needed to earn it. I really needed to earn it. And I really needed to make it worthy for everyone else. Because if it, they were doing me a really kind favor to have me in their space and to have me take up space on the planet. And so if they were letting me in, then I really needed to make it worth it for them. So there was a lot of, overworking, overextending, people pleasing. Um, You know, I was the best worker in town because I was a workaholic because I needed to do above and beyond. And I didn't understand how anyone else didn't do what I did. Like, duh, just do it, right? Like, just do it, just get it done. Um, I was this bulldozer. I was going to get it done because I didn't really believe that I could do any less because it wouldn't be fair. It wouldn't be right. It wouldn't be showing appreciation to the world for like, allowing me to exist because I didn't really have that right intrinsically. I didn't have that right intrinsically. Um, Cause the interesting thing is, is I think I always knew that I was great growing up. Um, I, I would get that from people. I would feel that from people. Um, and yet I still kind of felt always invisible and I didn't feel like I had, you know, those, those needs of, you know, that attachment, that secure attachment, those needs met all the time. So it felt like whatever I, all this greatness I had, all these great qualities I had, um, for whatever reason, they didn't, they weren't needed. And so, yeah, like, I don't know. I was just there by accident, whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, so what am I saying? I'm saying that with you in our session, so, so in therapy, yeah, I did feel and I did process and I did some somatic work and I, and I did get into some places where I really actually rewrote some of my story and actually feel differently about certain things. Like I have some memories that literally when I think about them now, I feel warm and fuzzy. Whereas before when I felt thought about them, I felt cold and invisible and all of those feelings. So there was some real work that happened, but the transformation of what we did together was that there was just no limit to there was just no agenda. There was no expectation. There was no, there was no, um, there was no, there, we didn't have to heal anything. We didn't have to fix anything. We didn't have to rewrite anything. We were just loving all of it. We, it was like, I had that experience of being, of all of me being wanted and needed in the world. So it was like that first experience of like secure attachment where it's like, if the world wants me so much, which the world was me basically, and and maybe and your reflection in the screen, right? <laughs> Us in the screen together. That experience of like being so like 
yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. There's, I remember sometimes I'm like crying and you're just like, yeah, yeah. And that was so powerful. It's, it's just that, yeah, that nod of like, oh yeah, there it is. There it is. Let's go. Yeah, there it is. And that was like, okay. Like if I'm wanted here, all of this without any, without any explanation, without any pathologizing, without understanding where, why, what, when, without fixing it, then there must be something good about me. Then, then I must actually be wanted in the world. Then there must, then, then I must actually be belong here. Like that, that level of seeing me and loving it gave me that firsthand experience that the world does need me. I'm not redundant. I'm not extra. And then once I was in that space of fully seeing myself, trusting to be able to show up, experiencing myself shown up, loving myself showing up, it was clear as day that I'm awesome. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I'm so cool. And like the very things I was trying so hard to hide because they were going to take up too much space were like, I better show up and take up all that space because it's like, it's why I'm here. It's why I'm here. And I mean, I've never turned back. It's just so, and, and it, when you're, when that, ex, like what I start coming back to what I started with, the experience of knowing so much how beautiful I am and how all of me and that darkness and the light and the intensity and the joy and all of it is just, I just love it all. It's just all good. Like it's just all me and it's all beautiful. It's all what I bring. It's all this specific little, this thing right here, like makes me so open to finding out what yours is. And it, mm. that is the, that is the switch that I'm able to really want to know and lean in and be like, Stacy, give me you. What's Stacy? Like, let, let's hear what's the Stacy here. Like that's mm -hmm. and like what I'm doing my inner world with my coaching clients, mm -hmm. that, that ending where I'm like asking them to land on something. Mm -hmm. So I do breathing work with them. And, and then it's like, what is the truth of you? Like, so Stacy, if you're here, like, that's the question. Like, it's not so much like claim a greatness. It's like, what are you? What is the truth of you? What is what what does your heart know is the truth of you? Like what's that claim? What's that what's that ownership of, of who you are, of what you are, of what you stand for? It's all of it together. It's like that, here I am, world, and I'm not going away. You're welcome. You are what like it used to be like sorry. Now it's like not even sorry. I'm not sorry. You're welcome. Ah. <laughs> oh, I love when you lean in closer to the screen. It's like I can so <laughs> that with your, with your clients. I can feel that leaning in that it doesn't feel intrusive. It just feels like, yes, I'm here. And I can so imagine, well, I can imagine because I'm feeling it myself. I just want to lean in and go, okay, here you go. Here's all of it. Here's all of it. Um, so what I want to say, we were talking before you hit play on the recorder, old verbiage, I know. Um, <clears throat> but we were talking about how our experience, our feels, of our bodies and our feels of our emotions and the visualization, kind of what we're sort of seeing, what we're having. And then really what we tell ourselves about ourselves, which when we feel, what I heard you say is you felt safe and seen and fully accepted and allowed a space to come to your place, to that place on your own you built a portfolio that didn't become something you could lean into. It became who you are. Mm. Wow. 
That's crazy. Cause that's literally what I just said. Like meaning like you just, that was, that was so cool. Yeah. And quite frankly, that's nurtured heart and mentoring in a nutshell. That's, that's the inner wealth breathing. That's nurtured heart. That's being able to be present with all of it. And I went, cause I'm a therapist. So I talk about, you know, when we experience trauma, I, I talk about the wall. I have a wall inside myself. I'm a, I'm a child of trauma to myself. And so I talk about the wall because you split sometimes in a couple ways, sometimes in lots of ways. So there's this PR person we put out to the world. That's what you're describing. So I'm doing amazing things and I'm singing and then I'm first and all the rest of it. And then behind the wall is all the crap. It's all the crap that we know. And the crap really wants to be seen, really wants to be felt, really wants to be come together with what's in front of the wall. It wants to be really genuine and accepted and be okay to have its feels but we keep it behind the wall and i found the same thing that you found when i did inner wealth breathing you might say you know building and i'd be laying on my bed like this just like this open i copied howling and just taking one emotion after the other it felt like what was behind the wall got to peek its head outside a little bit and then it got to maybe show itself a little more. And then it got to be felt and honored, but without judgment. So in a way, it just sort of, I could literally feel it travel through my body. And then the next thing would come up. And eventually what would come up is this amazing wave of love or excitement or kindness or peace. And then maybe after it would come another wave of anxiety. But like you said, it would just be waves of neither good nor bad just become waves and it was so healing seems such a small word um transformative life altering i feel like it's freedom i feel like it freed me it freed me from shackles that i didn't even know that i was that i was tied to it i was i was yeah. let go of this like mm, that i had yeah Yes, and it made things, it changed how I experienced the world. I remember at that time I was doing therapy on an inpatient unit and I was doing outpatient therapy. And I remember walking in to see a new client and I could already feel them. Not notice, which we do as therapists, we notice what's going on and we get a sense. I literally could feel them and I'm thinking oh my god how he's ruined me what the hell is going on here it just was like well this is bizarre um and yet it wasn't it didn't feel intrusive it, it felt like shared space that's what it felt like it felt like shared space yeah it felt like shared space and so it was so instructive and you know, and sometimes it'd feel a little overwhelming. So I could turn it off or turn it on. Sometimes we need our defenses to go, eh, 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 sort of a deal, um, which was also an experience because I had choice for the first time I had choice. Cause I also grew up in a house where it never felt like I could say no to the energy coming at me, which was not always positive. It was not always helpful, healthy, or nice. Quite frankly, I didn't know I could shut it off. I didn't know I could say no to it, <clears throat> you know, uh, yeah. I love it. You know, 
you know, I had to take it in. That was my job. I had to take it in. Couldn't say no. And so it was instructive. It was, wow, I don't know that I have words. It was, um, freedom is a great freedom through choice. It was freedom through choice. It was freedom through choice. Yeah. And it didn't feel like I'm making a choice. It, you know, it didn't feel nasty and it didn't feel like it was being defensive and it didn't feel like I had to push. It was like, oh, okay. I can but isn't freedom choice? Me. Like freedom is choice, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, I'm free to make my own choices. So um, I know I'm sort of being the questioner and you're the talker, which is just a flip of what you're doing here. But I'm really curious, especially now that you got some space, if you tell your story, if you do decide to put this somewhere where people can watch about your son in that moment, because as all life altering as it may have been for you, it was also life altering for me when you shared. Okay. And this is right. The right moment. Cause I was going to say it anyways. So, <laughs> yes, um, yes. and yeah. And also like, this is so great. I, I love these opportunities to talk to other people because I naturally flow in conversation. And when I try mm -hmm. to record content for, mm -hmm. to just have content out there for people, I can't do it. I'm like staring at my little screen and I'm like, um, okay, delete. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Um, so Okay, and we'll close after the summer setting because I see my kids' school is calling. So, okay, all right, we're gonna uh, we'll we'll finish with the story and then we'll say goodbye. Um, okay, so yeah, so the whole like, and you said it to me in our last session when I was practicing. You had me do inner wealth breathing on you, and you were mm -hmm. like, you're like you, you got this. Just trust, just trust that you know. Like you just know what to say. Like you'll just know. You'll just know what to do. Like and and that's the crazy part is that. The heart knows. Mm -hmm. And when we're in or energy knows, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't even know. It's just energy knows. And, and like, it's not about the nurtured heart approach anymore. It's not about recognitions. It's not about any of the stands. It's not even about inner wealth. It's just this united space, shared space where we know we're just, we are brilliant at connection. Mm. And we all, I think we all are able to, to do that. It's about that integration of all of our parts and not having that separation inside of ourselves, those walls. And the more we integrate, the more natural we are at living because we do, we were designed for this. <laughs> I believe that. We were, yeah. we were wired for connection. We're wired. So, okay. So, so that's what happened is that my son was having a really hard time and where I maybe used to um where I maybe used to be in a space of like it was time for bed and he wasn't going for to bed and he was melting down and where I maybe used to like have a very rigid place of the three stands where it was like okay so I'm gonna energize the negativity here and like okay I'm gonna uh at least he's in his room so let me give him a recognition which by the way would be awful in that moment because he didn't need words mm. words were not what he needed right then words are loud and take up space and our, and our sensory, um, input. And when you're in sensory overload, sensory input just puts you more over the top. It does not help you come down. He needed to come down. He didn't need any more help going up. He didn't need any, he didn't even need touch. He didn't need anything, anything sensory. Think sensory. Josh talks about this. No hands, no eyes, 
eye contact, that's sensory input. When I do this, right, I'm looking straight at you now. I know I don't see you, but you see me. <laughs> you see me, see you looking in that little camera button. Um, but and and touch, that's sensory right there. And when you're any when you're overloaded, everything just come just explode. Like your your cup is overflowing already, and then you're pour, pouring in more. Like, ah, what do you want? How much do you want me to take? So, but in that moment, for the first time, it wasn't about what's my response, which of the stands. Do I reset him? Is he breaking a rule? What do I, there was none of that. I just felt him. I just felt how overwhelmed he was. And I felt how he was just, it was too much. He was just slipping in that bathtub. It was just so like my little boy, my little boy was, was having such a heart, was just, he was lost. Like he wasn't, he wasn't here. This was completely off and he was just slipping and sliding. And I just, so I picked him up and I put him on his, on his bed. I, I physically picked him up and put him on his bed. And, and I don't know if that was rigidity or not. Cause there was a rigidity of that, of like him following the rule of being in bed. Cause I had said that he needs to be in bed and I had already said reset earlier. And so maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna judge myself here. I refuse. Okay. So, but, but in that, but I just, I didn't say anything. And he was writhing in his bed and he was just crying. And I don't know if he was yelling words or not. I don't remember, but I just stood in that room and I was just breathing in his energy and just feeling it with him. Like he was writhing physically and I was feeling that I was, I was sharing it with him. I felt like, like I was feeling the rhythm and I just in that space, like intuitively there was, it was choice, but it wasn't choice, right? It was my heart leading the way. I just at a certain point moved towards his bed. And before he was like, get it. like, right. And I just, and I just, I, I, it was right. And I just walked over to the bed and I just sat right at the edge, 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 edge of the bed, like far from him. And I sat down and that was, that was appropriate. Like it just, and I just, and he was like, like not seeing me and not knowing that I was there, like out of that, but like he did and he felt it but he wasn't going to take me in because he wasn't ready yet, you know? And he was just, and then, and I'm just, I'm just breathing and I'm just feeling it. And he's just, and he like even rolled away further away from me, you know? And then he kind of plopped in a certain position and I plopped in the same position on the other side of the bed and I'm just facing him and I'm just breathing and I'm just laying there and he's laying on the other side. And then at a certain point, he like put his hand out like this, like right next to his body, not out to me, right next to his body. And like, here's the thing. My head might have said, oh, great. Let me grab his hand. That would have been walls back up. He was not asking me. He was making, he was indicating like the tiniest shift. And I just put my hand out, a drop by my hand. And I just mirrored that. I knew what to do. I wasn't thinking about it. I knew what to do. I put my hand out and then he like looked at me. I just kept breathing and I was just there. I didn't react to his looking at me. I didn't, he didn't need to, I didn't have any expectation. You know, there was no, he didn't need to look at me. I wasn't like, yay, finally you're resetting. None of that. It wasn't bad that he was escalated and it's not good that he's calming down. It's just, it is what it is. It's just energy. And we're in this together. We're in this experience together. Like I'm not going anywhere. And then he so then he put his hand a little further out and I put my hand a little further out and we're just doing this dance where our hands are getting closer and closer. And then ultimately he put his hands to mine mm -hmm. and then we're holding hands and then 
He rolled a little closer and I rolled a little closer. I rolled a little, he rolled a little, and then in the end he was snuggled up in my, in my body and he fell asleep on my chest and I was holding him. And I cannot tell you how shifting and powerful. And I feel like there's been a change in him from that moment. I, believe I feel like there's a safety and, and, and trust that he has in me that he didn't have before that happened in that moment. Like just that full acceptance. That, that not acceptance, that connection, that sharing space. Yeah. So you gave what you received. And sometimes we can't give it till we receive it. Because how do we know how it feels unless we've been able to feel it ourselves? Yes. And that's. And that is that's what's so powerful mission. about our work, Stacy. is that. That's my mission. You're doing this with so many people. You did this with me. When I get to do this with people, I mean, I help you. I coach people. I give them advice. You know, we talk about what to do in different situations with the nurture card. But what I love to do, what's so meaningful to me, what I walk away crying from is when people like lean in with me and, and we do this shared space, inner wealth. I don't even know what to call it. And it's just... It's, it's, um, it's not quantifiable because it's exponential mm. effect of, of transformation and connection and unity. It, it's a, I'm using the word unity, but I feel like there's a better word. It's this connect. It's this, it's the, un, it's the undoing of, of, it's this completion. It's the undoing of brokenness, fragmentation. It's, it's undoing of aloneness. Yeah. It's not aloneness. It's togetherness that we're all, all dying for. The undoing of aloneness, which right, is powerful because when I, you no longer feel alone. That's it, right? Yeah. Absolutely. This is so I need you, beautiful. I know you need to I go. gotta go call my school. I know um, you do. Thank we'll you, thank you, again, thank okay? you. We'll do this again. Yes, thank you for being willing. And it's just always such a treat to have some more time mm -hmm. with you. And I'm so grateful that you were willing to continue being my friend. <laughs> because <laughs> i love you so uh, much i believe i asked if i remember rightly please don't cut <laughs> and i said asked. yes i said yes okay <laughs> I want more, I want more yes so anyway okay we'll do it again See next time stacy okay